Welcome to season five of Moments with Moni, also known as the Blogger Domestic Lady. Join your host Moni for practical tips from a biblical perspective, as she shares all things homemaking to help you cultivate beauty and light in your heart and home. A podcast for the young and young at heart to thrive in the blessed calling as a homemaker and to bring glory to God. Well, hello and welcome back to Moments with Moni. This is episode number 136. I hope you are enjoying your beautiful fall weather like I am here in the south. I just took a drive and all the colors are bright and brilliant. I had to go out for an errand, getting an oil change. So we saw a little bit more of the land in the area here. It was glorious. Not full of snow and cold, but a beautiful sunny day to enjoy. It was a quick trip, but it was a beautiful blessing. When I got home, there were a few things waiting for me in the mail. I received a package from another podcasting friend. Her name is Laura Paget, and she sent me a couple of books that she's an author of. They were actually some autographed copies. The first book is called Jesus in Shorts, and the other one is Dolores Like the River. I'll be talking a bit more about that in the future, but I was really pleased that she would consider sending me these books and sharing them with me. One looks like a devotional with some beautiful stories, true stories from her, and the other is looks like a tribute to her mentor, Dolores. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while now, you might recognize Laura's name as she was on the podcast last year. I interviewed her. Laura is full of joy for the Lord, and she really enjoys sharing Jesus with others in all kinds of different ways. She was a Christmas elf. She considers her main artistic outlet is dancing, but She's also an author and uses her talents for the Lord in any way that she can. If you visit my blog at Moments with Moni, I'll be writing up a few things about her and her books in the future so you can catch them there. There was also another gift. Well, actually, I purchased it. It was a special purchase that I got early before the holiday so that I can use it and enjoy it. And I'll have to leave a picture on my Facebook page at Moments with Moni so that you can see it. It's a special cup. It's a coffee mug that helps me represent the Christian Podcasters Association. So as I sip my tea or my coffee, it reminds me to pray for all of you out there and to pray that God would help me share the words and thoughts and ideas that he would have me share with all of you out there in the world. Thanks so much for listening. I'd also like to share one more update, and that's on my India family. We have been supporting them in prayer and with some finances, and they are in need of a roof. They have a building that monkeys, for some reason, enjoy messing with their roof. And it's about 20 years old and needs replacing. So I've been in prayer and I'm going to ask my listeners to be in prayer so that we can somehow 
find a way to help them with this roof. They have 25 orphans that are living as a family with him, with Pastor Onesimus and his family, his wife Pushpa and his son, and then his daughter and her husband have a church nearby as well. Compassion International and other organizations are not allowed in there, in that country at present. So I would appreciate your help in praying for them. And if God lays it on your heart, please share so that I can connect you if there's any way that you can help with that. You can send me a quick email at momentswithmoni, the number one, at gmail.com. Momentswithmoni, one, at gmail.com. Okay, last week we left off thinking about anticipation and thanksgiving. Yeah, that wonderful holiday that's coming up in our country. But not just that, a state of thanksgiving that should be in our hearts, in our homes, all the time, every day. I love having people over and being hospitable and sharing my life with them. And Oh, but it's so difficult at times when the home is not in order. Because of the construction work that's been going on in here, there's dust and it's a mess. And I'm feeling overwhelmed at the moment with all of that to clean up and not being able to move around very well. But my grandchildren to the rescue, I have hired a an army to help me clean for a few days before the holidays. Of course, they're going to help me mess it up again on the holidays, but that's okay. It'll look nice for us when we all gather. As a recap, we studied the birth of John the Baptist in Luke chapter 1, and an angel of the Lord had come to Zechariah as he was in the temple, and his family was outside praying for him at the time. And he was very surprised when this angel came to him. I think we left off in verse 13. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zechariah, for thy prayer is heard. And thy wife, Elizabeth, shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Remember, they were an old couple, bent over. <laughs> He's been doing this a long time, and they've been barren, no children a curse in their day and age. He could have divorced her for that. Not that it was, we don't know that it was her fault, but he could have in their culture. But he didn't. He stuck by her. Verse 14, And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel, the sons of Israel, shall he turn to the Lord their God. And then Luke repeats from Malachi chapter 4, these same verses here in Luke chapter 1. And he shall go before the Lord, before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Now, I hope you caught that mistake last week. I said that 
the people of Israel had been waiting for 200 years for the Lord to say something to them, that God had been silent for that amount of time. Well, my memory did not serve me well. It was 400 years. They were anticipating the return of God for 400 years. I hope you spent some time in anticipation of the Lord returning for us. I know it's been 2,000 years, but to the Lord, a thousand years is as a day to him. It may already seem like it's been forever and he won't make it, but God has not forgotten. And to him, it's just a blink of an eye. So if we go back 400 years from this Luke first Luke chapter 1 announcement of the angel to Zechariah to Malachi chapter 4 verse 5 it says behold I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord and he shall turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. So here we have John the Baptist, who has been announced as the prophetic forerunner of Jesus Christ. Verse 18 says, And Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife, well, she's well stricken in years. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel, that stands in the presence of God. And I am sent to speak unto you, to show you things, glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb, and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed. Because you did not believe my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. Oopsie, here we have a priest of the Levites, who has been looking forward, anticipating the return of God to his people. And he sends an angel, God sends an angel to Zechariah, and he's standing right before his eyes, and he's doubting. How can this happen? I'm old. My wife is old. That's not going to work. I know how things work. Ah, yes, but he forgot that when you add God to the equation, anything is possible. Verse 21 says, And the people waited for Zechariah and marveled that he was so long in the temple. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned to them and remained speechless. Poor Zechariah, he may have spent quite a while inside the temple trying to figure out how is he going to tell his family out there what happened when he can't even talk and of course the shame he must have felt for not believing what the angel had said how's he going to explain that to everyone but he finally came out and verse 23 continues and it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration or his service were finished accomplished he departed to his own house can you imagine now zechariah goes home with his wife and he can't say a word zechariah has been chastened for his doubting his unbelief 
he was witness to the greatest thing from God in 400 years, the first speech from God in 400 years, and yet he cannot share it from his own mouth. I don't know if he knew sign language or I suppose he could have written it down. It's not the same as being able to speak and tell the story. And of course, this is not just a story. It's real. It really happened. Sometimes when we walk in doubt of the things that we know God has done for us and yet we cannot speak about because we doubted him. Verse 24 says, And after those days his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months, saying, Thus saith the Lord, He has dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. Remember, this was a curse back then in that culture to not have children. But here Elizabeth says, God has dealt with me. God took care of me. No matter the great insurmountable mountain or one that seems like it is right in front of us, God will take care of us. He has promised that. He will never leave us or forsake us. Remember, Luke was writing this to Theophilus. I wonder what Theophilus was thinking, a Roman leader. But this is not written just for Theophilus. It's also written for us today so that we can find comfort in our doubting and look up to the one who will take care of us. And that's God. He has sent his son Jesus to save us from our sins. And we will be hearing about that next week. Right now, we don't want to jump ahead. But John the Baptist is about to arrive on the scene. He is there with Zacharias and Elizabeth waiting in the womb and already blessed there. Yes, children are a blessing. They are a blessing from the Lord. So as we spend our time preparing our homes this week to spend with our family, our children, our grandchildren, our neighbors, remember, God loves you. Remember in prayer to be expectant, to anticipate, not to doubt, but to look up and to remember that God will keep his promises. He is a covenant promise keeper. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones to the hymn belong, they are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me, yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me, the Bible tells me so. Thanks for listening to this episode of Moments with Moni. If you would like more information, I invite you to check out the show notes on the podcast or the blog at momentswithmoni.com. And please, share it with a friend.